Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Your life matters. Last week, there was quite a furor on my Instagram. People, mostly white virtue signalers, were coming onto my page and demanding to know why I did not post a black square on my page on a certain day last week. This was apparently meant by some to be a gesture of solidarity with black people. And in the midst of a lot of white noise, i.e. white people virtue signaling, who were pretty much drowning out all of the black voices, I was asked genuinely by a few women of color who had taken my programs or were otherwise followers of mine what my thoughts were on this current situation. And I said, if they genuinely wanted to know, I would share, but I wanted to be able to offer them something much deeper than just a hashtag and some social media activism. And I also wanted some time to really think about all of this in a deep way before posting a response. Because as you will know, if you have followed my work, I'm not about superficial band-aids or things that don't work. So to me, posting a hashtag or a picture to address a very deep topic feels disingenuous. And so I didn't do it. And also with this current theme and playing out in so many dimensions of censorship and muzzling, it just didn't sit right with me to put up a black square and deliberately muzzle myself. We all see things differently, and that is how I saw this idea of a Blackout Tuesday. So instead, I posted something that was more in alignment with me, something that was I viewed as being uplifting, and I offered people more of a solution, orgasms. More on that shortly. So in the making of this video, I read to really ask myself, who am I creating this for and who am I speaking to? And the answer would be people who have taken my classes, especially people of color, people of color who actually want to know my stats from a deeper level. And again, people in general and mostly people of color who have been caught up in this narrative that a hashtag and an image was the way to show solidarity. As for anyone who is a social justice warrior with a hard-on for virtue signaling, you can go fuck yourselves. Um, if this activism and charitable giving stuff is all new to you, and you think that the way to be impactful is to chase down white people and yell at them, I'd say, A, you are clearly underfucked. B, you are projecting your own lack of action onto other people. And C, before you can say anything, clean up your own backyard. And in so doing, you need to list all of the actions that you have taken over the past year before the last two weeks that have supported people of color. Once you have done that, then and only then are you permitted to speak. I'm guessing it's gonna be kinda silent around here for a very long time. 
Another reason why I didn't post anything in the vein of hashtag activism is that I'm already very clear what I do personally and as a brand to be of service in this realm. I put out free quality content every single day to empower people, helping them heal from all sorts of trauma and linking them up with their true power source, their genitals. So I would never normally feel the need to state this publicly, but I will, if only to show that just because someone doesn't post a hashtag, it doesn't mean that they aren't taking consistent and powerful action in the real world. My company employs 40% people of color, and I actually want to be clear that we didn't make any concerted effort to do this, it just happened. <laughs> it happened to work out that way, that whoever we hired, it was because they were the most qualified for their jobs. From a charitable perspective, I already give tens of thousands of dollars a year to organizations that specifically support people of color, and I have for the past several years. So I am very clear and clean about the state of my own backyard. I have nothing to apologize for. In real world action, as I always have, I will continue to take action and be of service. One, okay, so one of the great spiritual questions that for me over the years has been, what makes some people grow and other people not grow? How do some people advance further in life and others do not? I know plenty of people of color and black people in particular who grew up in abject poverty. So the kind of poverty where food was a question, where was food going to be coming from? And to me, the answer to this, the original spiritual question of why do some people grow and others do not, the answer is courage. And this might mean, and usually does mean, that at some point in your life, so look, I, I think that we are all given opportunities. So no matter what your circumstances, no matter what, there are openings that take place and you have the opportunity to step through that opening or not. And the deciding factor there is courage because the courage that it might require for you to step through this might mean you leave some friends behind, you leave your peer group behind, you speak your truth in a way that makes you unpopular. Hello, we've all fucking been there, or at least the people who speak out and end up being leaders and innovators in their worlds because that's the price of admission is courage and being loyal to yourself and truthful and speaking out. <laughs> so. Once you begin to move in this new direction, you very possibly risk being alone and being separated from the reality that you once knew. And this is the great story of all heroic myths and legends, this archetype of stepping, stepping safely out of the castle, and we can take this to mean metaphorically the fortress of safety that we have built around us that protects our status quo. We step out and we set upon our own journey. It's wild and it's scary and it's unknown. We are sure to be questioned and ridiculed and even attacked. So spiritually speaking, this is the price of admission where you follow your heart and you speak your truth. It's courage. And this is what separates the wheat from the chaff. So this is <laughs> like, you know, as I said, we, I believe we are all given these opportunities and what we do with that 
like is up to us. And so the problem with identifying with labels and focusing on supposed inequality is that it is self-perpetuating. So I'm a woman and females apparently make less money, they get physically attacked more, they have a roughly 20% chance of getting raped. I could, I suppose, constantly focus on this and make these things my mantra, right? Women get raped, women get raped. Well, what the? Just like any affirmation that we use, they'll manifest as real if we keep focusing on them. So instead of that, instead of buying into this that I saw around me, I focused on what I wanted to create in my life. And so there were some very tough years and very tough experiences that I had to work through, and I did. So I believe in karma and reincarnation. I know that I have had many lives and I believe that we experience every spectrum that's available. So we've been black, we've been white, we've been brown, we've been yellow, we've been rich, we've been poor, we've been the oppressor and we've been the oppressed, we've been male, we've been female. And so because I have that belief system, I don't really get that attached to whichever particular skin color or gender happens to have more power at any particular point in history. I don't buy the story, I write my own story. And you know, we've all been on every side of that spectrum anyway. So look, if you're someone who doesn't believe in karma and reincarnation and you think that this is your one and only life, then I guess you're fucked. But seriously, you still have the ability to create your own world. And the problem with this constant, these mantras that are fighting against racism and reinforcing that this massive gap exists is that now you're living that and you're breathing that. These are your mantras, these are your affirmations, and they will probably keep you in that space. So I see this as a spiritual trap. It's this idea of if you're looking for someone to apologize to you or a whole race of people to apologize to you, before what, you're gonna feel good or before you think you can create success in your life? Like, I don't know, I, it doesn't really resonate with me. And I think that any place where people are feeling entitled, entitled to money, entitled to a certain kind of treatment, is a trap spiritually because you're then giving the power away. You've said that unless they do these things, only then can you be whatever, successful, happy, wealthy, whatever it is. So in this time when we've been told to listen to black voices, well, here is a voice that I think is representative and a microcosm of everything that is going on here. Black kids in Chicago get killed every single day. Where is the Black Lives Matter in Chicago? Where are they? When black people kill black people, they don't come out and do this crap. The only time they do this crap is when a white person touches them. They're the racist. They are the racist because white, people, white cops, it's wrong for a white cop to kill a black person, that's for sure. But if it matters, it should matter at all times. So what are you fighting for? What are you fighting for? You're not here to fight injustice. You're here a to cause drama. will be stop violence. It's not about blacks. In a unicorn world. That's not a unicorn world. Okay, since you're so... You guys think so so blacks are oppressed. I am black, I'm not oppressed. That's I am free. That's good for you. That's an individual person. What about a systemic issue? Where? I am black. I've always wanted to be. I have a like. I do what I want. You have the skills. This is a country where you have the skills. You want to do what you want. You do it. Stop. Stop forcing on people to accept that they're oppressed. They are not. I am not.
oppressed. I am black. Stop making people accept that they are oppressed. You're forcing a rhetoric into your mind, which is not true. That's my point. Violence is wrong, period. It's not about blacks. You agree that whites kill black whites too, right? Have you seen any white person coming out and saying white life matter or white thing? No, violence is wrong. So what I've been hearing, and I agree with this, is this notion of white privilege. It states and perpetuates the notion that white people are somehow superior. And this means that a black person, because they were born black, can never really rise up to this place. So as I was saying, people have trauma from all walks of life. We come into this life with trauma, we, and then we collect it as we go. And there's a notion in reincarnation circles that you're dropped into this existence with something that's called Adi Karma. And so it's the stuff that you're given, the blocks, the tasks, the obstacles that you're meant to work through in this lifetime to grow, to evolve, to learn about love. And so we all have our blocks to work through. And this is, you know, okay, women I know who've been, a lot of women, because this is primarily the people I work with, women and men, but this happens more to women, who've been sexually abused and violated. Well, that's not anything visible that they wear. Or let's say someone grows up in an alcoholic household and they've been beaten, their mother's been beaten, and they've had all of this stuff go on. They're not wearing a sign that visibly tells us that they have trauma to work through. We all have stuff to work through. We all have our challenges. So this is a post by somebody called at Archer Love on Instagram, who I only found a few days ago. And he creates these amazing elixirs and remedies that look like really high potency stuff. I'm excited to try some myself. And this is a post that he wrote that I think exemplifies these ideas. My African-American father was imprisoned when I was two years old. My mother, whom was abused by my father when his addiction to crack and other drugs spiraled out of control, struggled to make ends meet and became an alcoholic. I was between relatives and shelters for years, abused in the process. I joined the military at 18 and I graduated from the University of Arizona, then seven years later, started a business in medicine from my car, while homeless with no financial support from anyone. Now I have my own permitted lab and my mother has been sober for nearly six years without fail. So what does this say about race? Let's think about this. Um, Let's think about the healing of ancestral DNA and ancestral karma. Did our ancestors experience immeasurable amounts of enslavement and pain? Yes, but does framing ourselves into a victim mentality heal them or empower us? No, my mother often told me that I had an addictive personality because it runs in my family. I refused to believe her. My father often told me that being colored would disadvantage me. I refused to believe him. I decided if I might have an addictive personality, I would focus on only positive habits so that I would become addicted to things that made me better. I developed the perspective that if being a person of color might disadvantaged me, I would become so good at everything I did that nobody could deny my level of expertise. I spent my entire life working on bettering myself physically, psychologically, and spiritually to rule out the possibility of being a failure due to my genetics. How was this possible? It was possible because we still live in a relatively free country, although that's changing by the day, and that's my input there. I say relatively because we live in a country where regardless of the color of your skin, you can follow your dreams. And if you both believe and work hard enough, you can achieve them. 
But if you choose to believe you are disadvantaged, then you sure as hell will be. If you believe this to be, then it is so. And we can say these things because we live in America, where our ancestors fought and died for our freedom. In many countries, people still don't have these freedoms, but we tend to take them for granted as a sign we are being too spoiled. If anything, we've had it too good here. So my whole life and work is devoted to being of service, to bringing upliftment and positivity wherever I go. I've been generating free content on my blog and my podcasts and videos for about 13 years now. And all of this is about helping people get to a place of self-realization to recognize their innate power and then become the best versions of themselves. So I want people to open to love and to spirit and their genitals and to clear away the debris and blockages that prevent us from getting there. And one of the most heavy blocks and areas of trauma and disconnection for people is sex, whether through violation or ignorance of its true power or internalizing the mis deliberate misinformation about sex in the culture at large, most people have had some kind of injury when it comes to sex, or at least at the very least, a ton of false programming to work through. And so one of the biggest lies and secrets about sex that the shame and the guilt and the misuse cover over are that it is one of the most deep, profound, healing, liberating, awakening, regenerative power sources that we have available to us. People in their sexual power are in their true life power. They can, <laughs> they, through getting a handle on their fucking, they become unfuckwithable. So last week, when all of this stuff started to go down on Instagram, I had put up a post talking about orgasms. I said, orgasms are anti-racist. So. A woman, after all the flack that I caught amongst many, many, many positive and reinforcing posts or comments from people on this orgasms or anti-racist post, I, a woman wrote, Jamila Creates, and she's a black woman. I just finished some powerful kundalini breath work with the intention to heal intergenerational trauma, and I'll be damned if I didn't have a deep, no-hands, orgasmic experience from my breath alone. It healed my entire being from the womb outward and left me in a profound state of peace and recharge. I had an amazing download for a new creative project to boot divine. So yes, I'm going to go out on a limb and say orgasms can heal racial trauma. After the sweating, past the pain, tears, shaking, and orgasming, this is the best I have felt all week. I'm grateful for your page for lessening the stigma so I didn't back away from the release. We all are of service in our own different ways. Your life matters. The reason I titled this episode, Your Life Matters, was firstly to really confuse all the virtue signalers because they've all been told that all lives matter is bad and you have to attack people for saying that. But this, this is new. It won't be in the virtue signalers handbook. So they'll be like, oh, uh, can someone please tell me what to think? I don't know what to think. I can't think for myself. Help, it's not in the book. What am I gonna do? Please help me. 
seriously though, it's to reaffirm the notion that only you can change your life. As soon as you accept that you and you alone are responsible for your existence, not your skin color or your gender or your geographical location or your genetics or your history or your trauma, then you have taken all of the power back. Power and responsibility go hand in hand. From the bird's eye view of why are you here? What did you come to this planet for? You grow when you deflect the common themes and excuses of why you can't. Instead, you decide you can and you do. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.